Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back for another week of Just a Fan Podcast. Please do not adjust your screen. Yes, you are looking at the four horsemen who operates and run this thing. I am the um, I'm one quarter host, as you can see, the one who they call the um, NFL Encyclopedia, the Wildcat quarterback of this thing, Brandon Williams. Next door is Trish TV, the man who is the quarterback of this thing, who makes everything work. Down below, the return of the man, guy who almost made it um, to the NFL. (laughs) Former wide receiver and DB, Steve White. And at a a diagonal angle, whatever you want to say, the man... Represent the same city as Lil Kiki and Scarface, <laughs> a millionaire, Eric Pando, three sixteen right. I'm wearing this shirt. I'm wearing this shirt for you, Kyle Shanahan. Uh oh. Uh oh. Ladies and gentlemen, already started. All right, so let's go ahead and get started, man. Um, let's start with some AFC talk. Um, gentlemen, what is going on? And Mile House Stadium, where it's bound to get cold real soon. Denver <coughs> Broncos. What's going hmm. on with the offense? Somebody. Talk. I mean, Steve, go ahead. They won. I mean, they won, but. Nah, Steve. It, nah. It, Steve, 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 Steve tell, I'm, I'm telling you right now, man, it's not as cut and dry as that, man. Hey, Tristan, straighten them out, man. Straighten them out. Listen, there are wins. And there are moral hmm. victories. Hmm. Okay. This one was a moral victory because the scoreboard says they won. Looking at the game, they had no business winning that game. Okay. No business. No business winning that game. I am not going to get on here. And I understand the injuries. I get it. But I'm not one. I'm like, there's other shows that I've heard. I'm not one that's going to get on here and say that it's Russell Wilson's fault. I no, thoroughly believe it's the play calling that's happening in Denver. Yeah. And they're making him play out of normalcy of what he does very well. This is what happens when you get when you give a guy a position that's underqualified. And I'm looking directly at the head coach. You're underqualified to do this. There's no reason that Russell Wilson, coming from Seattle, was doing what he was doing in Seattle when all he had was Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Mm -hmm. Makeshift offensive line, inconsistent run game, all that. Coming to Denver, who literally looked like a team that was a quarterback away from making noise in the playoffs. And you bring him over here and he looks like he needed to stay in Seattle. <laughs> he looking like he needs to retire as soon as the season is over. Now, I understand that it's only week two. I get it. It's early. I mean, but panic button just yet, but in that division, in that division, no oh, you can get behind real fast. No room real fast. Mm-hmm. So Nathaniel Hackett better figure something out. You paid him 250, 250 mil. 
you traded a lot of assets away to bring him over here mm-hmm. because that team was constructed to literally be a quarterback away from contending. We got You got to do something. It's on you. It's not on Russell Wilson because I guarantee you when the season's over, if this season's a failure, you're going to be that one that's going to get fired before that $250 million quarterback do. And that's that, for sure. That part. Point blank period. There's no reason. Yeah. There's no reason that Russell Wilson left that game – what was it? Forty-five percent mm. quarterback rating. What was the quarterback rating? What sixty-six or something like that? Terrible against Houston. Now I'm gonna talk about the other side of this, and I do agree with Tristan about the um, the play calling. Because let's let's be honest, this man never had to really be a genius offensive coordinator. Because who was he the offensive coordinator before? He yeah, got. Right. The- Thank you. The Green Bay Packers. Sir. That's literally the same thing as someone who was the offensive coordinator for Peyton Manning. Like, you didn't – that was the cushiest job you could ever have. This dude could do it on his own. You didn't have to do too much. So, he doesn't really have experience calling plays. There are a lot of coordinators that do that, and then they don't become head coaches and kind of don't know what to do. So, first thing first, yes, I agree with the play calling. Second thing is, let's not poo-poo the Houston Texans defense. Lovey Smith is their head coach, and he does know how to call defenses. And Sting- Stingley um, is legit. As, and, as and as yes, Derek Stingley is as advertised. Yes. Um, but there are all, a lot of, of no-name guys on that defense that are good players, too. Uh, so um, let's I'm, not – But I, I'm looking at the stat line. It's just incredible. You have two running backs for the Broncos, okay, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Javante Williams had 15 carries for 75 yards. He averaged five yards a clip. Melvin Gordon had 10 carries for 47 yards, averaged 4.7 yards a clip. Mm-hmm. So your two backs that shared time had well over 100-something yards with 25 carries. Yet Russell Wilson threw the ball. Russell Wilson threw the ball 31 times for 219, averaged 7.1 yards. A pass. So if for me, if I'm seeing my quarterback having issues, I'm gonna feed my two running backs because they clearly were doing the job. Exactly. Well, here's the problem with that. We 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 know that they fumble prone. Melvin Gordon is. Javante's not too too bad, but Melvin Gordon, he 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 doesn't have that sense of charges. Because if you That's really want to let him go so easily. Hey, if you really want to keep it a buck. They should be two and zero. Denver should be. They should be two and zero. Yeah, they should be decisively, uh, decisively two and zero. That game, that Seattle game, was a travesty, a travesty mockery. Um, you know. Um, but again, if you want to win, let this man cook. Now he did lose Jerry. He did. He did lose Jerry Judy. Uh, for part of the game, but Cortland Sutton stepped up in a big way. He had over a buck uh, receiving, and um, but there, I'm gonna be honest. There is some issues yeah. in Denver. There's definitely some issues in Denver because he has a better roster in Denver than he had in Seattle, had in Seattle. his last few years in Seattle. So, um, yeah. It, it that being said, that's you want that, a hot seat, Hackett. You you want a hot seat. 
Hank is on the hot seat. That team can't be constructed like that and not be successful. Exactly. Yeah, and, and yeah, you you've got a better roster. And that being said, that's not something that you, that's not fixable. That couldn't they couldn't be fixed. It can be fixed. It can be fixed. So it it's not fixed. like it's not like hey, press the panic button or anything like that. But it, you know, it is it is a concern because we're not seeing the potential of this offense. Yes, at all. And again, being in this division, you cannot fall too far behind. Exactly. This so is a track meet division. They're one and one. I think can't what KC is the only team that's two and zero. Oh. Yeah. The Chargers lost one, right? They lost one game. They no, the Chargers two. won both. No, they lost to the. Uh... No, they did. You're right. They won both. They won both. So Kansas City, Kansas City, and uh, and Chargers are two and zero. Oh. Yep. And you can't fall. No, Chargers are one and one. Oh, they are one and one. Yes, they are. Okay. They, they beat the Raiders and lost to who? Who they lost to? Uh. Ooh. Because I'm, I'm this past week. No, because they I got the well, let me see, they won, I believe. I no, I screenshot the um um the East Division record. The Chargers lost to the Chiefs. Okay, so yeah, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, they had the Chiefs this week. Okay, yeah, they, yeah, okay. So right now, you know, the it's still wide open. I mean, everybody's chasing the Chiefs, so you know it's it's the climb for number two. But um We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next game. Um, let's talk about. Well, let's talk about the big fight down south. Oh yeah, let's talk. Let's let's talk the about the South. Um, let's let us Bears beat the New Orleans Saints twenty to ten. But the bigger story um is the big fight between Mike Evans, Marshawn Lattimore, and company from both teams. Let's discuss it. Um, Steve, you got anything on it? Did we lose Steve again? Oh, can we hear you, Steve? No, I can't hear you. Lost okay, your audio. I, okay, I think we lost Steve's audio again. Um, that's fine. Um, why are you speaking that? Why are you speaking that up? Um, my opinion on it. Um, so, so <laughs> here's the thing. Marshawn Lynch is a cerebral assassin. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore. 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 Excuse me, Marshawn Lattimore. Excuse me. Is a cerebral assassin. Here's the thing, and I see, and I and I see, I see, uh, I see the guy, uh, Kirk House, saying that it's Brady's fault. It's not Brady's fault. I'm gonna tell you why it's not Brady's fault. It's not Brady's fault because Brady has been doing this for twenty something years. Brady has always talked some kind of trash, has said something to somebody somewhere on the does. field for 20-something years. This is not anything new. People forget about him and Tyron Matthew. These are these, these things happen. Um, Mike Evans got a personal thing with, with uh, Lattimore. I don't know if he stole his girlfriend back in the day. I don't know what happened. But he got a he got a personal he got a personal vendetta when it comes to that man. I don't I don't understand because when I saw it, I'm watching, I mean you've seen it right now. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you it something. It didn't have to go this hard. It, it didn't have to go this hard. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore knew exactly what he was doing. Not he, necessary. He was talking to Tom Brady to get Brady out of his game. Brady goes back and says something. Mike Evans, notice he's the only one that got suspended because Mike Evans came from the sideline. In a push. full sprint. In a full sprint. Full sprint. 
full sprint. It's like full he ain't walked out there. He watch, ran watch, out there. Watch him. Full sprint. What? Full sprint. Blah. Like that. That was boiling over for years. Okay? So it was like he let him get in his head so much to where he got him ejected. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one that has uh, is suspended for a game. And yeah. I don't have a problem with what Marshawn Lattimore did because all he did was this. He didn't touch nobody. He just talked a bunch of noise. And at the end of the day, Marshawn Lattimore ain't suspended. Mike Evans is. That's like that uh, – who was it? Andre Johnson, uh, Finnegan. Yeah, yep, exactly. Courtney Finnegan, uh, Andre Johnson. Yep, just like that. I don't know what it is between them two, but something's going on that we probably won't hear about until they retire or something. Yeah, there, there is some serious angst. It's one thing to be like rivals, but that's a personal thing. That and is real talk. Real talk. Hold on. Let's bring this. Let's bring this. If we, if we really pay attention in the first jump, let's bring this back up. If we really pay attention. Leonard Fournette should have been the one suspended because he threw the first lick. But you know what? You know, you know, one thing I've noticed about fights the person that gets suspended is not always the person that throws the first punch. Or starts it. Exactly. It's the person that retaliates and keeps it going and all that stuff. Those yep. are the ones who get suspended. Yeah. I mean, I would just love for Mike Evans to come on the show and be like, Mike, what's up, bro? Like, <laughs> what did he, he say something about your mama? Like, what? Like, what hey, happened, man? bro? If, any, if anybody got any Mike Evans connections, like, bring them our way. Yeah. Bring them our way. Let's have, let's, let's, have, let's, have a, let's have a heart-to-heart. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Because if you really look at it, Mike Evans is a very physical, very, you know, aggressive player. Yes. But he's never that turned up, out of control, turned up behind anybody else but Marshawn Lattimore. Because because, uh, he's been suspended one game before for fighting Marshawn Lattimore. So this ain't nothing new, guys. But but for those who don't know, this is is not nothing anything new between these two. And the thing is, he went. He, he, I believe, he went to go do an appeal. Yes, he, he did. went to go see James Thrash, who suspended him the first time. So, bro, you ain't gonna win that appeal because he's like, "Why are we back here?" Oh, oh, James, James bro, Thrash you, is in the league. James also? Thrash, you oh, ran okay. from off the sideline. You were nowhere near <laughs> the altercation. That's if I'm James Thrash. That's what I'm telling him. I'm going. Bro, look at you this. Went film, bro. You, went you went out of your out way. You went out of your way. The pill was supposed to be this evening. Well, he yeah, let's that. see how that so, goes. We can move on. Yeah, we even find out holding my first thing in the morning. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. You going so hard. Hold on. We're going to play this one more time because I, I, I want people to really understand how this football thing goes. You went so hard, right? You went so hard. I mean, whole melee. Here you, I mean, you swing it. You swinging, people gotta hold you back and all this stuff. Watch a second, watch Brady. Here we go, all the scuffle. Watch Brady. Ain't getting nowhere near it. You hear me? Right. Mm-hmm. Brady said, I'm that's 44 a, years that's old. A veteran. I'm <laughs> veteran. Brady's Tom Brady said, I'm 45. Man. I'm too old to get hit by I'm anybody. Too old to by y'all young cats. That is a savvy veteran. That's what you call a savvy veteran. <laughs> hey, the best ability, availability. Availability. Hey. He's like, yeah, I'm not finna, because all it was at first was just him and Lattimore back and forth chirping. That's football. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. And then here comes Fournette, and then and then Marshawn Lattimore 
pushing his Fournette back. Then all of a sudden, here come Captain America number 13 from the sideline. You can hear the Avengers theme playing in the back. Dun, 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 dun. And he coming in like, like he wielding Mjolnir in the chill. <laughs> you know, I'm like, bro, you not even on the field when this is happening, bro. What were you thinking, bro? Come on, man. And then I I just couldn't find I couldn't find the clip. There was another clip I was trying to look for where he was trying to talk to the ref when the ref ejected him. And he's like, he's Tom Brady. What do you want me to right. do? I Not get into that fight. That's what I wanted you to do, yeah. bro. Not get in that fight. Because Tom Brady wants you to play next week. Exactly. What you think Tom Brady's what you think Tom Brady gonna praise you more for? Being available next week or having or having that fight just now? Having his back over some scuffle. Right? Come on, man. Oh man, thanks for having my fight that my back in that scuffle. Ain't nobody gonna hurt Tom. I don't know who the hell I'm gonna throw to, but thanks for having my back in that scuffle. Tom is Tom is the is the LeBron of the NFL when it comes to like face and branding. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody hurting Tom. They know mm-hmm. they know that they're gonna be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody gonna hurt Tom Brady like that. Yeah, those Buccaneers play the Packers on Sunday prime time. Um, Sunday um game of the week. Hey, the Buccaneers defense. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad for good old A Rod boy because <laughs> that defense ain't no slaw. Mm-hmm. That Bucks defense is nice. Peter Vea, Shaq Barrett, man, what? You better hope Hakeem Hicks don't play. I don't think he's playing. Yeah, they said he was hurt, but they say he might have a chance to play. Okay. Well, we're going to find that yeah. out. Um, speaking of um, D-line, O-line, what's going on in Cincinnati with the O-line? I mean, they brought in three free agents. They drafted a player. You spent all that Joe money after the last couple years. worse at the O-line than last year. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. They signed Lyle Collins from the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> that was the first mistake, but. Um, um, and then um, they signed the right guard, they signed a center, and they drafted the left guard. Um, yeah, this <laughs> Bengals offensive line is looking, not looking good at all. It's about as bad as last year, if not worse. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a problem. Um it's, it's not the fact that they they it's not the fact that they signed offensive linemen, it's who mm-hmm. they signed an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the biggest issue. It's like if you don't go ahead and be major players for offensive linemen, you need to be going after the top of the line in, in the free agent market, not just retreads. So right now it's looking like now could things turn around? Absolutely. But if if you know Right now is not looking good. Look like they made bad choices in the front office as to as far as who they went to go get. Because exactly. they realized that they had a problem. They get points for that. They went and they addressed the problem. They get points for that. But how they addressed it is the issue right now. Yes. That's gonna that's gonna be something that's gonna plague them all this season. Every time they face somebody with a decent pass rush, it's gonna be a problem. So let me say, let me say this about Lyle Collins real quick. So go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm a cowboy. Lyle Collins can handle power pass rushers. He can't handle speed rushers. T.J. Watt gave him problems week one. Michael Parsons gave him problems on Sunday. So if you have a speed rusher, mm-hmm. he's going to give Lyle Collins big-time problems. So Power rusher, not so much. So my concern is that, th- listen, the whispers are already coming out there. A lot of people are around the league saying this is looking awfully familiar. 
the Andrew Luck situation, you, you can't have that boy getting killed like that out there. Setting him up for you. Yeah, he was the most sacked last season. Yes, he was. He's on pace. He's to already, break. I, I think it's already on pace this season. He's on pace yeah. to break the record. <laughs> I'm and just like, bro, you, you got to do something. That's very bad. It's very yeah. bad. Very yeah. bad. So, so I and, mean, and everywhere else, they're pretty solid. It's just that offensive line. It's the running back line. good, wide receiver good, tight end good. Running they're, back good. The defense plays as a team. Yeah, and and Burrow is good enough. He's a good enough quarterback to where he he goes through his reads. He just needs time to go through his. He reads. needs time to go through. Them. He doesn't have time to go through his reads. Mm-hmm. Shoot, they they were showing plays from the Super Bowl where if he had another half a second of protection, he could have he could have hit Jamar Chase on a touchdown. Oh, game over. We were talking about the Super Bowl champion Bengals. That's there were easily two three plays that would have made yeah. them the Super Bowl champions if he had yeah. more time. Yeah. yeah, you know what. You know, that Super Bowl kind of remind me a little bit of the 07 Super Bowl between the Patriots and Giants the first time around, where I felt like if Tom Brady had a little bit more protection um, and time in the pocket, he could have hit Randy Moss deep. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing when it came to that Super Bowl. That Super Bowl is what is what made Spags get the head coaching job because yes. Yes. the scheme that he put together to have that defensive line twist and do stunts the way they did and confuse yes. – the offensive line for the page, masterful. Yes. Masterful. That was the first time that I ever said that an entire unit, that defensive line should have all been Super Bowl MVPs. Oh, yeah. Masterful. I remember job. they gave that uh shoot because Dallas went 13-3 that year. And and that Giants D line against that old Dallas O line killed them. Yes, it did. I yes, mean, it did. killed it was, all it was, of them. It was, it was that Michael was Graham. the unit right there. Usayuma, a young Usayuma, a young Justin Tuck, Justin and Tuck. rookie Matthias Kiwanuka. That was Mark Colombo. That was a line that doesn't guys. get talked about enough. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a line that does not get talked about enough. Mm-hmm. So, we talk about the purple so speak, people eaters and all those guys. So, yeah. so talking about you know addressing needs, and you know realizing that there's a problem. Let's segue to our next thing. Here go, Eric. Let's get to it. Go ahead, Eric. For those of you who are watching at home or on your phones or everything, I'd like you to notice this shirt that I'm wearing. It says CSI, Can't Stand Idiots. And the idiot of the week is none other than Kyle Shanahan. You you go out and you trade three first-round draft picks to get a quarterback who has more ability than your quarterback. Just, just let me know when you put it up, Eric. You go, you can run it now. You can run it now. And you get this young man who has a better arm, has better mobility than Jimmy Garoppolo, and you treat him like a fullback. The man is now out for the season. His ankle is facing the sideline while he 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 rested him facing the end zone. Okay, this is Kyle Shanahan's fault. This is the same thing that happened when Kyle Shanahan was offensive coordinator in Washington and destroyed RG3's career because Kyle Shanahan does not know what to do with a mobile quarterback. Kyle Shanahan loves mediocre, statuesque quarterbacks. And when I say statuesque, I don't mean tall. I mean as still as a statue. And no no ability to move. 
He likes those quarterbacks. He likes mediocre quarterbacks. I don't know why. He likes Kirk Cousins. Y'all saw what Kirk Cousins did last night. Okay? That's what he loves. He he couldn't wait to get RG3 hurt so he could get Kirk Cousins in there to get him to start. Could not wait. Because if you recall, RG3 and Kirk Cousins were basically drafted at the same in the, the same, same year. Drink. Yeah. He Kirk loved him some, some, some mediocre Kirk Cousins. Fourth. Fourth even, though, even though RG3 had the better arm, RG3 had the better athleticism. Nope. I want this guy. So I'm going to treat, I'm going to call plays where I'm going to put this guy in harm's way. So you're same saying there's a conspiracy thing. going on. Yeah, the same thing. Kyle Shanahan's an idiot. Because at the end of the day, Kyle Shanahan is a brilliant play designer, but he is not a good head coach. Because good head coaches know how to make the correct decision. Why in the Grecian Spanish jello and fruit cup gumbo hell would you constantly have your quarterback running between the guards? That when was, that your, running backs, your running backs were eating that first half. They were. San Francisco was averaging almost six yards a carry every time a back touched the ball. It was completely unnecessary. And people are going to be like, well, it was a zone read play. It's not his fault he made the right read. It's the, the coach's fault for calling a play like that. And then in comes Jimmy Garoppolo and all of the football idiot, idiots. Oh, Jimmy's in the game. Oh, he did great. The man passed for less than 200 yards. And y'all acting like he went out there and threw for four bucks. Like, for real. Okay? The one touchdown he threw was a blown coverage. Go back and look at the film. And every other pass, past 10 yards that he attempted, was off target. But, oh, they got a better chance of winning with Jimmy Garoppolo. All of these network pundits, all of these mm. football, quote-unquote, football experts are saying this. We've seen this movie. We know how it ends. Okay? We know how it ends. Period. Jimmy Garoppolo is not it. And again, y'all know how I feel about these people that keep saying that Jimmy Garoppolo took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. How he led them to the NFC Championship. He sat on the back seat of the bus. It was the defense and the running game. And guess what? We're right back at square one. Defense and running game has got mm. to do has got to do everything. Mm. And, oh, by the way, we got two running backs down already. We got two running backs down already. So we lost Elijah Mitchell week one, and then turn around oh, and lost wow. Darian Davis Price in the same game. In the same game, lost Tyrion Davis Price. You could trade for Zeke Elliott. <laughs> no, hey, Zeke will probably do wonders. In no, that he's, no, he's doing all right for us. Yeah, Zeke's actually having a nice season. You just no, got to really really But Jimmy Garoppolo was thirteen of twenty-one for one hundred and fifty-four yards. But let me ask you this, Eric: um, If they don't have Jimmy G, do you think guys still pull out that win on Sunday? And I didn't watch the game. I'm gonna be honest; I didn't, I didn't watch the San Fran game. Yeah, they would win the game. One. The Seahawks is terrible. The Seahawks are awful. The Seahawks are awful. Yes, we would have won that game. Okay. Yes, we would have won that game with Nate Sudfield or Brock. The Seahawks is trash. Okay. And the Seahawks fans. The defense ate 
and they showed they they brought Geno Smith back down to earth. Seahawks fans. Yeah. We had spoke offline about you, you see you see what we were talking about last week? Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome back to Earth. Hey, welcome Seattle, back to Earth. Seattle don't yeah, play. Oh, Gino Smith, we love you so much. I'm like, okay, just wait. Just wait. Me off. I didn't write back. He but, didn't guess write back. but guess what? I'm saying the same thing about San Francisco and all the Jimmy Garoppolo lovers. Just wait. When we get behind by two scores and Jimmy can't even get us back to within one score and it's fourth quarter, wait for it. It's coming. DK Metcalf had four catches for 35 yards, and y'all wonder why he hugged Russell Wilson so passionately. <laughs> I miss you. Now, part of that, part of that is, is Russell not being there. Another part of that is Emmanuel Mosley has DK Metcalf's number. He he's he had it for the last Every, since, since DK has come into the league. Yes, Emmanuel mm-hmm. Mosley, who's an undrafted corner and playing out of his mind for the last two, three seasons. He's, I ain't going to call him clamps just yet, but he's right there. But nobody knows him because he's undrafted. He's not a household name, but he's been playing well, the out of his with, mind. The thing with, with DK, I keep telling people, I, look, he is, he, is a, he is a specimen. I get it. But it, you got to be a technician at the at the wide receiver position, man. It doesn't Try matter how, Steve, how, much Steve of, didn't listen. how much of a freakish athlete you are, man. You, you got to be a technician in that position. All the great wide receivers were technicians at that position. It was he down to a science. Turn. You realize you realize the great like when you think of like top five receivers, every single scout would say they were a genius on the whiteboard. It's just you have to have that. And DK doesn't have. I'm not going to say he can't develop it, but he don't have that yet. So if you have a no. physical corner that can muscle him for muscle, he gonna have you gonna have a hard time. And here's the thing: he gives up about. 20, 30 pounds to DK and about about three inches to DK, maybe four. And he still plays him like they the same size. But DK Metcalf has very tight hips. And you can't you're not he's not a great route runner at he's all. It, it show it shows so your route tree is limited. And I know I see you twice a year. I know what I'm looking for for certain routes. Exactly. I'm yeah. gonna sit up there and I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on that slant that you run. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit up on that back shoulder fade that you try to run that show. Now the quarterback you got can't throw. So, yeah. So moving on, I ain't gonna go too much. But this shirt, Kyle Shanahan, this is for you because you basically wasted another year of this man's development behind trying to make him a fullback. And I think for me, that, that was the biggest thing was the fact that he's out for the year, and it's another year lost for him to be able to develop to be. The franchise QB that you all want—that's really. He might, want, he might want to look for a trade, to be completely honest. <laughs> Honestly, because you think y'all can get rid of Jimmy G next year? I don't think so. Because he's, he's on a one-year deal, but right now, right, right now he's on a one-year deal. Uh, but it's going to depend on how you. But but the thing I, I is, how you feel about it, Eric and Steve's going to agree with me. You're all going to make the playoffs, probably. <laughs> if, you make, if you, you have a playoffs and make a deep run. You can't substantiate letting him go once you do that. I get it. Okay, so I'm going to see you that and raise you this. If that was the case, then why did they make Trey Lance the start of this year? We were in no, the we, NFC Championship last we year. We understand that. We understand that. What we're saying, though, is you have you a never guy. Never underestimate the lunacy of John Lynch. 
this, <laughs> you have a yeah. guy that's coming off of a broken leg. If Jimmy G has a successful season and y'all have a deep run, he's gonna be there again. It's gonna be, no you're gonna go through the same drama this next year that you went through this year, and it's gonna be kind of worse. Yep. And the, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. And y'all not gonna agree with me, and I don't really care, but his injury. What played into part of his injury is him looking over his shoulder. Every, I got to make every single play because I got this fool looking over my well, shoulder. He, he wasn't going to remember, I told y'all. I, said I told y'all in the offseason, I said, if Garoppolo is still on this roster, it's going to be a quarterback controversy that did not have to be. I, I said it too. Yeah, we agree. So, okay. I pray for that, John Lynch. And y'all know what I say about John Lynch in our private chats. It's John Lynch's fault. It's Kyle Shanahan's fault. He was pressed but to try is... to. I got to make big plays every single play. I got to win the Super Bowl in every play. He's 22 years old. I got this guy looking over my shoulder that everybody loves. I don't know why he can't complete a pass past 10 yards. But this but... is the thing. <laughs> this, you're going to hate this. This is the thing. You guys are, I think you guys are going to make the playoffs with Jimmy G. And I, next year, he's going to still be on the roster because he's a quarterback that was on a winning team for you all. And he's going to try and convince with, that he needs to stay. And with Trey Lance being hurt and bouncing back from that, we don't know how long it will take. We're saying at least a year. How do you – like, what are you going to do? Trade him away and just have Nate Suffield play until Trey Lance comes back? Jimmy G's going to be on the roster for the foreseeable future. Yep. Real, realistically, realistically speaking, this is what I do. First of all, his injury is not that bad. He could actually be running by by December, January, but they're gonna put him out for the year. He's okay. he's out for the year. So his injury is it's not as bad as Dak's injury. Okay. Dak's it's, injury it's not. is it's no, not. nowhere near as bad as Dak's injury. So he could be out of a cast probably by the end of November. Okay. Maybe even the begin the middle of November. So it's not as bad as an injury as you think. But realistically, you go with the young gun that gives you more opportunities to make plays. Jimmy Garoppolo limits this offense tremendously. He tremendously. You you spent a third-round draft pick on Danny Gray, a guy who runs a 4-3 and is a deep threat. He's literally like a – and please, I'm not saying nothing bad about Tyreek Hill because he he don't hold a candle to Tyreek Hill. But he's the Tyreek Hill of your offense. With Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster, you just wasted a a third-round draft pick. Because he can't get that guy the ball. Brandon Ayuk was poised to get ready to have a thousand yard season this season. Oh man, yeah, that's gone. Him that's and gone. Was looking good. That's ah. gone with Jimmy Garoppolo. So but- now you just wasted a first round pick for another year, and you wasted a third round pick for his rookie season because you keeping this bum on the roster. But but this, he but limits this- your offense. But the, right, he does. But this is the thing. But Eric, y'all were in the NFC Championship, so <laughs> now, now, as far as as far as the system quarterback, like he he made it to the Super Bowl with you guys. He made it. He's not the. It can get a lot worse to Jimmy G. Absolutely. But guess what? You already have a quarterback that's better than him. So why hold on to him? That's the, why that's hold on the, to yeah, guy. Why hold on yeah. to a guy that could not win enough. you the Super Bowl? Why hold on to a guy who could not bring you back in the NFC Championship? Why do that? 
Why would you do that? I kind of side with everything. Doing the same thing, expecting different results is insanity. And right. that is there. what we have see, in the see, front office and the coaching staff in San Francisco. But so you guys, so you guys have been really good a lot recently. So listen to what you said. You know, we say privilege. Listen, what was your sentence? What was your last sentence? You said we we've he couldn't win the Super Bowl. Y'all made it there. We made it there because Nick Bosa had double digit sets. It's not because we of made Nick Bosa it there alone, because man. the defense. Jesus Christ, Steve! Do you realize Jimmy Garoppolo threw less than eleven damn passes listen. in the divisional round that year we went to Super Bowl? Listen, we beat Minnesota literally. I they know the entire. Population of Minnesota in the box, and they could not stop the run game. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't throw a pass the second half. Okay, all right. I'm just saying it could be it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot Absolutely. worse. Absolutely, but guess what? transition. Guess what? You have a first round quarterback who can actually complete a pass past ten yards already on your roster. You talking like there's nobody there? You talking Eric. like Trey Lance does not exist? I'm not saying that. You're you're acting like he's gonna just pop on in and just take y'all further than Jimmy G. I don't I haven't seen enough yet. Here's the we thing. We don't know. Okay, you sound like them idiots on TV now. I'm just saying we don't know. No, stop, stop stop the cat. Have we seen no, it? No, I just don't know. I just don't know. You know what? He needs reps, but he can't get them now because his damn ankle broken because his stupid ass coach. That's what's going on. I understand that. I'm, what I'm saying is, I, don't, you can't call me. I'm just saying, I, I don't, you know him better than me. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't think Tristan knows enough of him. I don't think Brandon does. I don't think most of the league knows enough of what, what he can do. I'm not saying he's, he can't do. I'm just saying. I mean, the man he only played one higher. college football game. Exactly. <laughs> Jimmy I'm, Garoppolo, Jamal, get off, log off right now. Jimmy Garoppolo threw a 38-yard pass to a wide-open tight end because of a blown coverage by Seattle. That required no, I couldn't make that pass. I can make that pass, okay? He was wide open. The closest person to him was a guy selling hot dogs walking up and down the aisle in candlestick, okay? Stop it. You're going to stop this doggone Jimmy Garoppolo love fest. He is at best slightly above mediocre. That's all all we're saying. You're saying wrong. You're Trey saying Lance wrong. has a higher ceiling than Jimmy Garoppolo. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so what are we talking about? So what are we talking about? What are we talking about then? The, what are we talking about? We're we, we, we going to see. So right now you got to just roll with Jimmy. Jamal, me. log off. I, I ain't talking to you, Jamal. Before, before you ain't here to troll, and we talking this. And they may make the NFC Championship. Again. They may be in the NFC Championship. Again. Again. you look at the conference, before the Nazareth legit could be They may be there season. again, like last year. With the and running game and the defense. That. And the year before. With and the before running that. game and the defense. Brandon, <laughs> quit putting that foolishness up on the screen. They could be there real again. Good. Jamal is here to troll. Under I ain't Jimmy got time C. for it. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, Brandon, go ahead. Send us on through, man. Send us on through for, for Eric have another connection, man. <laughs> I got you. All right, so. Ladies and gentlemen, um, speaking of Kyle Shanahan and San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan's protege, Mike McDaniel, down in Miami. The um, mad genius. Down with the Miami Dolphins. 
Um, there's somebody that knows how to call plays. They got lucky Sunday. Tua Tagalova is looking good. Um, is Six this a fluke? Now. Is this a fluke? Um, Six touchdowns is a fluke. It's not. Sure. I don't think it's a fluke. I, I, I mean, well, no, maybe that was. Yeah. Great call. Um, well, um, somebody Ravens, Ravens blue coverage. Ravens blue coverage. Just like Detroit did against the Eagles. But I'm you saying, say, I mean, six touchdowns is a fluke. Yeah, you won't see that a whole lot from him. You ain't gonna see the six Ravens. Let, the Ravens let him come back. I mean, y'all realize that the Ravens were up by multiple scores. I wish, I yeah. wish Baloo and them was on here. Y'all realize they're not that gonna come the around Ravens for this. Were up <laughs> on multiple scores with twelve minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a catastrophic failure. Catastrophic. Blown coverage. Terry Kill ran straight. How do you? How, <laughs> Why do people still let him do that? Like, should, you know what? I, listen, I remember the play. I remember the play. It was man coverage, one high. I think they were in four three, and then the corner. I don't know if it was uh, Peters or what. He was in the flat zone. Terry Hill just ran straight. Safety was on the other side. He couldn't even recover. He didn't even try. It was the rookie. The rookie safety. The man was in in the flats, and and he just ran straight. Now, I mean, I can't take it away from you know Miami exploited that, but. The rookie safety, I told people Defense when, is gonna he be smarter getting, than that. when he was getting drafted, I said that kid was good. He's a good safety. He struggles to cover deep. He cannot – he just he, – mentally, he, it's not there. It's just like he yeah. gets lost. He and gets then, lost. I, and then when they scored, you saw – That means he's a box safety. Arguing and fighting and stuff. Like, this man I – don't, I don't even want to say he's a box safety because he's, he's, he's very dynamic physically. He's very gifted. He's, he, he's fast. He's – Big, he's strong, he's gifted. Who are we he's talking just, about? It's up here. Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami Dolphins rookie safety. I don't know who he but is. But my, but, uh, what's the kid's name? Okay, but here's my thing. You talking about Holland? Well, I'm gonna tell you in a second. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, here's, Brandon. Here's, here's here's my thing with safeties. Either A, you can cover deep, or B, you in the box, or C, you can cover tight ends. Kyle well, Kyle Hamilton. Well, well, no. So the Kyle, play. I thought he was at Baltimore. No, Baltimore. The play, you saw, he's in Miami. You talking about Baltimore? Well, I'm talking about Baltimore. Oh, oh, they had three receivers on one side, so the safety naturally was over there. The problem is this: one side you had Tyree Kill, you had a corner probably seven yards off. The corner play a flat zone. What kind of route you think Tyree Hill gonna do one on one with you? What do you think he gonna do a slant? I you think he gonna? You think he's gonna do a, a a hitch on you? No, it's a go. The, 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 the safety. The heels, what, they, was, what, do, what do they teach you, Steve, when you was playing receiver? If you see the corner's heels on the ground, dog. The the that one safety was on the other side with all the other receivers. You had one corner. The boy didn't even run with him. The, he swore Tyreek Hill was gonna do. I don't know what kind of route. Maybe a slant. I don't know a, a, a zig. He just ran straight. And the corner was just still sitting there, just waiting for maybe a Titan to come across under. And Tyreek Hill was free. Yo, I was Tua, like, "Yo, yeah, oh, this is professional football." Tua, Tua was thirty-six of fifty for four hundred and sixty-nine yards, six touchdowns. And mm. I lost my fantasy week because of him. Who'd you lose to, Eric? My I man lost was to you, like, Steve. 
My man was looking like nobody uh, saw that coming. Nobody saw a tour tongue of a low throwing something damn. Nobody saw that. My man was looking like the second coming of Dan Marino out there just flinging it. He was balling, man. Flinging. He was, he was, hey, and Boston hey. was a hard place to win in, man. That it's hard to win the MNT. Let me let me let me go back to Kyle Hamilton real quick, just real quick, just for quick five seconds. A few people who I do trust when it comes to draft process did call Kyle Hamilton a box safety. So, uh, yeah, mm. it, show, it, it, it showed. Um, they called, they, called, they called him that. It. They called him that because if you watch Notre Dame tape on him, that's what they made him do. He's a lot more dynamic than that. But because he was never taught to expand himself, this is all he knows. Is that's, okay, well, that's then, it. well then until well, 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 until further notice. He's a box safety. You can't yeah, run man When I did film study, getting ready for the draft, that's all I saw. I saw him make make. That's what Notre Dame made him do. Okay, 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 do okay, okay, Tristan, Tristan, Tristan. Just like Jamal Adams. No. No, no, no. Just like I Jamal Adams. Until further notice, he's a box safety. Wait, 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 wait. Jamal Adams. Could have been a linebacker in the NFL. Jamal Adams no, no, is no, a weak no, side no. linebacker. You believed in him <laughs> to be a deep ball safety. You believed Who? in him. Who, Jamal Adams? Yes. You I, did. Did. I, I, me. I know you ain't talking like, to you me. I remember, Tristan, don't do that. I thought he would have changed. No, no, no. I thought he would have changed positions when he got into the league. He played safety because you had people like Devin White and all them boys on there. Unless you ain't had to play linebacker there. I thought he was going to change positions when he came to when he came to the Jets. When he came to the Jets, I thought they were going to put him in the box and be kind of like that hybrid safety linebacker type person. That's what I thought he was going to be. He never covered at LSU. Isn't that what Todd Bowles did? Because Todd Bowles was running some weird defense where he was blitzing safeties. And that's when that's when Jamal Adams was eating. Right. And then ever since then, when he got his money, and then people try to pay him like he's this deep cover safety because everybody's trying to find their Sean Taylor. He ain't it. He ain't it. Yeah. We yeah, just Jamal Sean Adams, Taylor was yeah, really yeah. just kind of I, one of those once a weak in a generation. I, I just don't understand how you run man coverage against Jalen Waddle and Tyreek. I, I you just never dial that up. Like, I, I mean, I here's understand. the thing: less about fastest receiving core in the league. What are so you doing? less about Baltimore, less about Baltimore, and more about Miami. I said this when we talking about going through our division by division. Previews. I said Miami's running back and receiver room could basically be an Olympic four by one team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I mean it's like that's very hard to defend. Like mm-hmm. now you have a, a a real play caller in Mike McDaniel, mm-hmm. and look and look what they did. You got you got running back. You got running backs that can keep the stable. You invested in the offensive line. Yep, Connor Williams, and then you and then you right, and then you secondary is still there. And then exactly, and then you got I your weapons. And Gasecki, I told y'all Gasecki was good. Everybody's like, oh no, 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 no. no. Gasecki is an athletic tight end that needs mm-hmm. someone to call plays for him to flourish. Mm-hmm. So Miami, hey, listen, Miami can keep building on this, and it, it's going to be something to behold. I just feel bad for Lamar Jackson. He had a he had a great game, and it just got overshadowed by what Miami did in those last twelve minutes. Yep. Yes, that's why I said less about Baltimore and he more about killing. what Miami did. He's an offensive coordinator. I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even to talk about Greg Roman. 
We shall not invoke his name after I just said it. That's the last time we're gonna bring his name up. I'm just saying I'm available. We we know Brandon. We know. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, Eric, get ready. For it is now time for our weekly Pando's picks. Pando's three sixteen pick. Hey man, let me tell you something. Hey, some weird stuff happened like this past week. I finished five and eleven for mm. cause some because there was some picks that like that was just like I didn't see that coming. Like for first of all, the Jets and the Browns are no longer teams that you can just automatically pencil in a W on the schedule. True. They're just they just not them dudes to steal on no more. You don't know what's gonna happen when you play. You might whoop them, but there's a high probability they might whoop you. So that was that was a huge thing, um, you know. So let's let's get into this week. We gonna we gonna I'm gonna just ball up. Just gonna ball up last week's picks. And, okay. So, <laughs> so we have the Steelers versus the Browns. Okay. Mm. I gotta go with the Steelers. I know I sound that's crazy. I'm gonna go with the Steelers uh, by three in this one. Okay. Okay. Even without T.J. White, I think it's time for the Browns to come down to earth a little bit. I could be way wrong. But Clowney's not even playing, I don't think, right? Who? Isn't Clowney, isn't Clowney injured? I believe Clowney's Clowney injured. injured. Yeah. Clowney yeah, but injured. I think the, the Steelers have, have shown themselves to – I think they're a better coach team than the Browns at this point. So I, I have to go with the Steelers. Um, give me the Bills over the fans right now. And mm. as great as Miami played, as great as Miami played Sunday, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about the Buffalo Bills, man. Because if they keep going at the rate that they're going, like, they basically answered the call. The pundits have been saying that the all offseason, the Bills are the Super Bowl favorite. The Bills are the Super Bowl favorite. And they are playing the role for two weeks now. They are playing the role. They like, oh, that's your lunch money? Give it here. It's my bike, punk. Like, literally, they are just straight up deboing everybody. That's I did Chris not Berman expect said, them. What's Chris Berman used to say? They might circle the wagon. That, yeah, no, no, they ain't even circling the wagon. When you're circling the wagon, it's a defensive position to defend to the last man. They going out there and snatching chains and stealing bikes. I mean, okay. it's like it's like watching just but they always really just go through the. But they always the do that. They always do that in the regular season. This is my problem. I don't mean the hijack. This is my problem with the Bills. I've been rooting for everything they got Stephon Diggs. Whenever they get to a big game, they can never get past their opponent because they can't. No, run the they ball. can never get past Patrick Mahomes. Guys either really way, stopping either, them. Way, either way, they haven't. They haven't been able to get over that hump because. Until they develop that run game, until they they're multifaceted on offense. That's, thank you. I was going there. I, that's what I was going to say next. What, what did we say? What did we say last night, Eric? What did we say last night? If there's one thing that you can point out, if there's a chink in the armor. In we literally both, said it last night, Steve. It, it's their running game, and, and if they get that handled and get that situated, because I feel like Cook should be that starting running back. But, Absolutely. Um, but they're James not. Cook. They're yeah. not going to. They don't have to. Like the but, Ravens, because they do just enough to get as far did, as they're going to get. They did three fourth and one plays last night and threw the football. It didn't make any sense because they have no faith in their running game. It, and, and that's that. If you're going to, if you're going to say, okay, that's reckless. 
If you, it is it, absolutely, but if you're gonna find a a chink in the armor or some way to get at Buffalo in some kind of way, force them into a running situation. So and you got to have a team that has a really good secondary and somebody that ain't scared to hit Josh Allen with and, a big field. And that's what teams have been doing with them yeah. the last three. I'm, I've been I've been I've been rooting for Buffalo. Like all right, Cowboys ain't doing nothing. I said I'm, I'm, I need Buffalo to really get over this hump because Stephon Diggs. But they just take gate. They can't do. They can't do it because, like the Ravens, they're gonna do just enough. They're gonna play however they play. Go against a team that can counter that and shut them down. Now, now watch this. It's something Buffalo is better at this year than they were last year so far. It's only week two, but so far, Buffalo's defense is ferocious. Ron Miller mm-hmm. is the X factor. Mm-hmm. That's true. That That's pass true. rush. That's true. That's like, true. Uh, Greg Rousseau, uh, a draft pick out of Miami, out of mm-hmm. uh, University of Miami. Everybody was talking about, oh, he's got speed, but does he have power? I literally watched him pick up a guard a and put it, put it in Tannehill's lap last night. I said, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. this guy may not just be a sit. And this was an interior rush. They always called him an edge guy. They put him on the inside. He still got to the quarterback. He's a man, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, that defensive line, that defensive front, Tremaine Edmonds up there run uh playing uh Mike linebacker. Oh my god. Yeah, Oliver defense, up there. That defense mm-hmm. and Jordan Poyer, he just cleaned up the trash. Jordan Poyer, they got Edmonds. Yeah, so wow. I mean, it is yeah. Again, it's just week two. I'd again, like I, you know, let's not let's not get excited. But right now, they they answering the call. They're showing they're saying, it's, hey, we're a dominant team. We're gonna show you on both sides of the ball, we're dominant. It's week it's week two, but when you look at some teams and just you when you watch it, you gotta watch Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You're like, ain't nobody messing with Buffalo like that. It's just like a juggernaut. Like you know, like ain't nobody touching ain't nobody yeah. messing with Josh Allen. They ain't even have ain't Gabe Davis. Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh yeah. Allen is what we wanted Cam to be. Yeah. That's exactly who Josh Allen is. Yeah. That's what Justin Herbert's supposed to be. That's what Justin Herbert's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah, but but Justin Herbert, he's doing his well. If those ribs turn out all right, he's he's gonna be okay. Justin Herbert, he's he gonna be okay. I just it's Brandon Staley yeah. that's gonna ruin him. But, yeah, the but Josh Allen is everything that we wanted Cam to be in Carolina to develop as a to come in as an athlete like that, but develop as a passer like that. Because you what you gonna do to what are you gonna what are you gonna do to Josh Allen? Okay, yeah, I don't want to. You want to put your uh, you want to put your ends you want to put your ends at home and blanket so he doesn't run out. Okay, he's gonna beat you in the pocket. He can beat you in the pocket. You want to keep him contained. Then if you don't if you don't want to contain, you want to try and rush in the middle. He's big enough to brush off anybody and fast enough to get away if he gets an open lane. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do there with that? Yeah, yeah, I don't well, want to. Compare him to Cam, but I, I see what you're saying. I feel like I feel like when I watch him, it's just my opinion. When I watch him, I feel like he's what. It's not to disperse Cam. I, Cam did great things in the league, Cam but to prolong, him so for Cam to have prolonged his career, I wish he had the coaching that would have propelled him as a passer, like and that. Offen- and offensive well, weapon. Because remember, Cam's team they had that defense that helped. When they help. when they made when they released Steve Smith, that was one of the first mistakes they made mm-hmm. when they released Steve Smith from him. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so moving on. Yeah, go ahead. So we still got a lot of games coming. So, all right. So, call me crazy. I like the Bengals over the Jets. 
they they got they got to get to him last year. Yeah, but I'm, they worse like, than- I'm with you. I'm with you. I can't see the, the Bengals going on three. I can't see that. I just can't, I can't see that. Yeah, I, honestly, at this point, this Joe is Flacco, going to be, Joe Flacco dusting off that arm, man. If look, they now, if they oh. lose this game, then I, I I really feel for this season. Honestly, Sauce Gardner living up look, to the height too. The hey, the rookie corners have been showing out in this season. Eric, Eric, I agree with you that they shouldn't go zero and three. But I feel like with Robert um, Saloff and running that defense, and I met oh, you. You ain't got to tell and, me about Robert Saloff. We miss him. But and, 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 and the defensive line coach being your former assistant defensive line coach. Yeah, because no, no, that no, no. biggest line, it might be enough. I hear it might be enough for something to give Cincinnati some problems. Yeah. I I hear you, and I'm that's just saying I'm just throwing it out there. I I just feel like they're gonna find a way to put it together. I hope. But Joe I'm Burrow's gonna right have to work a miracle boy because that that corner that corner that's gonna be on Jamar Chase sauce sauce oh, he's been balling yeah oh him and Derek Stanley I mean you talking about defensive rookie of the year candidates they balling yeah I I, I still like the Bengals uh um, oh, they got sauce and Stingley no 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 I'm no, saying, no, no, I'm no, no, no 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 oh okay, I was like I thought yeah, yeah. Stingley's yeah. in Houston okay yeah. <laughs> right, oh, I'm, oh, I'm in a transaction over here could you imagine bro oh I, I I just I, I feel like the Bengals can pull it together this week, and really, and 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 and, 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 and this conference. Listen to me now, in this conference, you got to get it together and get it together early. Yeah. Oh, and three, you are done in this. It, it, it's it's like the AFC West. You cannot fall behind far in the entire conference of the AFC. Hey man, I'm talking about the AFC. Period. No, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah. It's like that, but now. Is this broader? This conference is so good that yes. you zero and three, you're done. You're not gonna be at a game ground. Because I'm telling you right now, ain't nobody coming out of the AFC South. I'm telling you that right now. Which I'm getting to that. I'm, oh, I'm getting, yeah, you're right. I'm ain't getting nobody to coming out of here. I'm, I'm getting. Right. To, I'm getting to that. So give me the Raiders over the Titans because I feel like yeah. they gonna get yeah. it together. Yeah, and we're gonna see Malik Willis in a minute. The, the Titans. I think the Titans. If, especially if, if they don't play Malik Willis and they go with Ryan Tannehill. We're going we're gonna to see Malik Willis. The Titans are suffering from PTSD from mm-hmm. this from this beating. When somebody beats you that bad, you remember how bad Club Lang beat up Rocky in the first fight? Mm-hmm. It took him a minute to get it back together <laughs> before he could go back in the ring again. Yeah. That's, that, he got that type of, you know, prediction, pain. Like is that like for real? They they yeah. got beat bad. And if they so, and if they if they if they have lost Tyler Lewan <sighs> at the left tackle, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's it's, out. It's not they and, lost um, Harold and Landry with Max Crosby coming off the edge along with uh, uh who's the other uh, edge rushing in Chandler the, Jones. Chandler Jones. So yeah, that's that's a problem. Long, long arm Chandler Jones. That boy arm like thirty six inches. Yeah, so that that that's a big big thing. So I I, I have I have uh, the Raiders over the Titans. I feel like the Raiders are gonna pull it together. So moving mm-hmm. on, um, give me the Saints over the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Jay, I feel Panthers. like James will bounce back. Yeah, I, I feel like he's gonna bounce back from the, the Panthers. Suck. Yeah, and the Panthers are not very good. They're, they're not. Let's uh, just call it what yeah, it is. So Matt Rule. I'm looking for the Saints to go up to the oh, East. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Bye bye. Uh, and the Saints want to bounce back from that. 
Yeah, the Saints are going to bounce back from that. It was a close game against the Bucs, so they're going to bounce back from that. Carolina Panthers, you need a head coach. I'm available. Brandon's, <laughs> Brandon is, is applying for jobs in the middle of my <laughs> Um, So give, give me the uh, Ravens over the Pats. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we already know the reason why next. That's yeah. a good game. Yeah, good so game. it'll be a good game, me, but yeah, Ravens taking that. Give me the, the Vikings over the Lions. Now, hold on. Mm. This this game, hold Have you on, Aiden Hutchinson. Hold on, <laughs> man. Damn it, hold on. This is tough. Hold on, Detroit, baby. Hold on. Hey, hey, what the Eminem saying? Not Detroit, what? Detroit, what? Detroit, what? Detroit, what? Detroit, baby. Later, later. later. So. Give me the Vikings over the Lions, but again, I have the same attitude about the Bengals Jets game. Okay. Because the Lions are not nothing to trifle with, but, and Kirk Cousins is awful. We all agree on that. Um, but this is one of those ones where I would not be shocked if the Lions beat the Vikings at all. And the Vikings going to get exposed for what we think they are. Because a lot of people are like, oh, the Vikings going to do this. And a lot of people in the preseason are like, oh, the Vikings. I'm like, you still got Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is still your quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. we can talk about the picks that he threw. He he put Darius Slay in the Pro Bowl just last night. That's what I was but, saying. He throwing but, but, but there were several other passes he made that if the DBs could catch better, he would have had a four or five interception night. Listen, Justin he, Jefferson he, was in the back of the end listen, zone like this. He throwing passes I wouldn't I wouldn't throw. Yeah. And so, and, and the listen, the Lions. They're 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 hungry. They're close to first place. They're like, yo, we can we can, we can do this. We can do this. Aiden Hutchinson a is a menace. Yeah, Man, what? and and Rodrigo, the rookie and, linebacker, a so, menace. He's, I'm, I'm he's, glad they kept him. For, I watched uh, him too hard he's not. Rookie of the he's year. A, yeah, he's in running right now through two games. So that is my pick'em game of the week. That's why I had that. That's okay. the one that could go either way. Okay. Um, give me the Eagles over the Commanders. Yep. Uh, now, I'm not on the Eagles bandwagon, but that's slowly winning me over. That's slowly winning. I got to see them for a couple more weeks to really be like, okay, yeah, these guys are legit. Hey, but I went to sleep on like the Eagles offense a whole lot this Sunday. But you, But you know what? But you know what? I need to see. I, I know. Moments. I know the. I know the Eagles are doing good right now, but it's something about them division games in the NFC East, it's man. True. That's true. And like that's Jalen any Hurts, divisional game. I well, mean. no, but no, no, but, but the not East, just that. The East for sure, really. Jalen Hurts, like he hasn't beaten the Cowboys yet, mm-hmm. and he has to play Washington. I could. Some stages are different. Like, all right, oh man, this. Oh shoot, this is division. Like, it's it, it's a game changer, man. It's a game changer. So I just don't. I don't. I wouldn't trust be surprised. That That's I am. I am literally watching this game with bated breath because I. We really don't know what mm-hmm. we got yet. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna see. But I need to see week four. I can tell you what the Eagles are gonna be. Okay. Now week four, Kevin. Um, uh, Mister Mister KL Cherry. Uh, he said by week five, I, I put nobody in the week, week four. four we'll know. Week four, we're gonna know what they really are, yeah. We are. Um, 
So, but right now, give me the Eagles over the Commanders. And then uh, the next game, this is my. There we go. This is my Stone Cold uh, pick of the week. This is the lockdown one. Chiefs over Colts. The Colts, oh, I don't oh, know. Heck yeah. I don't know who the game recognized game and the Colts looking kind of unfamiliar. Heck okay. Yeah. And the I Chiefs don't, are rolling. I don't even right. know. Look, if I want to watch that massacre take place. Oh, I won't even watch that. Look, I don't even know if I want to see I'm, it. Look, I'm going to be on the field doing air traffic control for the Chiefs. <laughs> like, and, and, and let me say something about the Chiefs. You know, everybody's talking about, well, Tyreek Hill is gone. What is the offense going to look like? I think the offense is actually more dangerous now that he's not part of it because it's really getting spread around now. You, he's, you he's, can't key one guy anymore. You cannot. out there like, Oh, you're open? Oh, you're open? Because he has enough time. He's athletic enough to have time for plays to break down. People get open. And the what did and what did I say? What have I said for years about Matt Ryan? What have I said for years? <laughs> yeah, you, you hated Matt Ryan for a long time. Uh, you feel about give Matt Ryan. Me my time right now. Ladies, what ladies, ladies, you feel about Matt Ryan like I feel about Jimmy Hold on, hold on, hold on. How Jamal feels about Kirk Cousins. Tristan, Tristan wants Jeff Fisher's head coach. Adam Gase as offensive coordinator. Um, Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator, and Matt Ryan as Don't get him started. Why are you doing that? Listen, Why are you doing it? I'm a PG County and I can do whatever I want to do. Don't, don't do that because Tristan will go off on a rant and people the, the moment that he left Atlanta, I said, We're going to finally see well, before the real then, Matt Ryan. Before I then, he has been in that bubble and has been protected by Arthur Blank for over a decade. And now we see what he is. That yeah. man better retire after the season's over. Oh, this this is I think this is his last season. <laughs> he be. better retire. This, he he is he this is it for him. He's kept getting that getting that he check and he looks like, yeah. like trash. Yeah. And I'm enjoying <laughs> yep. every bit of it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so that was my stone cold lock of the week. And then next I have give me the Houston Texans over the Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Okay. I agree. Houston's defense. I haven't watched enough of either team yet to be completely no, honest. Oh, you don't want to see the Bears, brother. I saw week one. I got. I got to watch. Well, week, week, watch week, week one was a fluke. Week yeah, one was two was worse. Houston, look, Lovey Smith just knows how to be a head coach. Let's just go ahead and put that out there. Yes, Lovey okay. Smith can coach. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I got to watch. Lovey Smith can coach. Monday. Thank you. Oh, Chicago yeah, so. wishes they still had Lovey. Oh, duh. Yeah, because because Houston Houston's defense is coming into his own, and it, like I said, there are a lot of guys on that defense that are not all like, names. I like Davis Mills, man, and Davis like Mills him. is a very underrated. He's yeah. solid. He's Thank very you. very Thank underrated, extremely underrated. And mm-hmm. Chicago has has a lot of difficulty covering tight ends, and they have OJ Howard in Houston now, and it's becoming a favorite mm-hmm. of David Mills. Dave, Davis Mills is starting to like they're starting to get a chemistry and connection. But look. If the, if the young quarterbacks always need a good tight end, if they help them out in the beginning of their careers, if the Houston front office wants to regain any type of um, camaraderie with their fan base, you give Lovey Smith 
whatever long leash possible to construct this team Thank you. in his image. Thank you. If you want to win that fan base back, that's yeah. what you got to do. Now, here's the problem. This the Houston, Texas organization. I, we I know. I look, know. look, look, look. Hey, Eric, we know. We know. But Tristan is right on the – I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Davis Davis Mills and shoot, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw something else. He's he's I put I'm gonna put him and Amara St. Brown, the most underrated offensive players in the league. Mm. Amara, he had 1400 last year. Man, this dude he's better than his ripping the league up and no one's talking about him. He's 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 in in Detroit. He destroyed us on Sunday. If Amon Amon Ross St. Brown was on a, a high market team, we he'd be a household name. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His, brother, like his, brother, his brother is good too. He his just brother had, his brother had a good game. His, his brother's brother all right. His brother. Yeah, he's all right. He had a good game. He's yeah, he ain't as good as him. But Amon Ross. Right, yeah. 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 But I, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is better than his brother. Honestly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, but okay. But so let me go. All right. So next game. I, I mulled over this for a long time, but Justin Herbert has a rib injury, and we don't know if he's going to play. He's going to play. So, so here's the thing. If Justin Herbert plays and is not hampered by that rib injury, I got the charges over the Jags. However, if Justin Herbert has an issue with those ribs, I, you got to give me the Jags. Okay. Yeah, Jags, Jags. That's a, uh, they're improving. Yeah, they're improving. And they're that getting better. the number one pick. What a difference coaching makes. What a difference hey, coaching makes. Hey, and we were just talking about Levy Smith in Houston. So yeah, a head coach makes a difference. And 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 uh Trevor Lawrence, that's her Lance. Lawrence has uh he has time in the pocket to make plays, man. Hey. I still don't see where they saying he was a generational talent. I don't see that either. Quarterback. And, and, no, yeah, no, he was not generational talent. But he's, he's running for his life at Clemson. How you generational? You running for his life at Clemson. He's good, but it ain't generational talent. But no. he's damn good. The last generational talent I saw was Andrew Luck, and he got beat up unfortunately. Because when I watched Andrew him. Luck at Stanford, I said that man has no business playing in college. That's the last generational talent you see at quarterback. At the quarterback position, really? At the quarterback position. Okay. At the quarterback position. All right. So who's because, because okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Because Steve, you have to think. When we say generational talent at quarterback, we're talking about complete quarterback that that just a plus across the board. Like, I think he had no business. I can, being in I can think of several. Okay, several. I think Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen. Josh Allen was not. You know, Josh Allen's accuracy was, was a problem. He's a monster, but not general. When I'm bro, but a plus across the board, Steve. When I say generational, I'm the the bar is high, bro. I'm, there's only a few in history. That's like okay, okay, wow, that's that's a bold statement. Okay, but all right. like you put Andrew Luck anywhere, he's going to succeed. There's only a few people like that. Okay, and none since him. I'm not not that level. I'm coming out of college. Not that level. I, I still got five games to pick. My yeah, bad. Right. We might have um, to do a we have to do like a little short on that one. Okay. Because okay. I want to hear your I want to hear your perspective, but we can't hey, do it today. Look, hey, look, hey, look, I don't mind hopping off for a quick short. Let, yeah. Eric, let Eric finish his picks. But go ahead, Eric. Okay, thank you. All right, give me the Rams versus the Cardinals. And I'm gonna be honest, it ain't gonna look like that, that uh playoff game. I still don't think it will. I don't think you the Rams, Rams is it a Rams and Cardinals? 
Rams over Cardinals, but yeah. it because I'm gonna tell you like this: the Rams should have lamb blasted the Falcons, and they struggled to win that game. They struggled. Yes, they did. And, and you just come off of a beating, and you playing one of the worst teams in the league, and you still almost let them back in it. So yeah, so, so Rams, give me the give me the Rams for the win, but don't expect them to just run away with it. Yeah, right. I agree. Yep, don't expect them to. Okay, uh, give me the Bucks over the Packers, even yep. without Mike Evans. If Chris Godwin plays, <laughs> give me the Bucks over the Packers because okay. the Bucks defense is they're not going to win conventionally with Tom Brady slinging it all over the yard. That but defense. that defense is good enough. And Leonard Fournette with mm. the to go going against these these un uh, these un, inexperienced excuse me inexperienced wide receivers. Either. Who can't outside of Sammy Watkins, there's very little experience in that receiving core. And, mm. and Randall Cobb, who's over here. Sammy Watkins over there. Yeah, and Sammy, Sammy Watkins over there. Lazar's Lazar's not healthy. Yeah, you know, Randall Cobb's washed, so I'm not expecting a whole lot. All he has um, is Lazard. All they have is who's Lazard. healthy? And Valdez, Scanling or something? I think it's going to be a nah, low he's scoring. with the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game because uh, both teams are going to run the heck out the ball. It's going to be a lot of short passing and so on and so forth. It ain't going to be the 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 gunfight that you think it's going to be. It's going to be a it's going to be a knife fight in a phone booth. So, <laughs> yeah, so that that's what it's. I think both teams are going to run the ball, and I I'm, I'm you know like 16, 13, something like that, something right. like that. Right. Uh, but give me the Bucks over the Packers. Um, right. Give me the Falcons over the Seahawks, because because yeah. Geno Smith, mm. Geno, because Geno Smith. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I give you that. Because Geno Smith. That. Yep. Okay. And we're gonna go on from that. Give me the Broncos over the Niners. Okay. Uh, they got to go two mile high. I don't know. And Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. I don't know. I don't know. Give me the Broncos. I'm picking against my team. Eric, Eric, I'm more confident. I'm more confident. Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback. I'm going against the Niners. He always does that. (laughs) He has zero. I don't know. I don't know about that. I have, I have zero faith. Now, is there there a chance they look up? Oh, is there a chance? Why you put that up early, man? Why you you messing up my stuff, man? I'm, go, I'm getting to that game, man. You got we ain't even got to that game yet. Stop crying. Okay? So, but basically, is there a chance he lucks up and wins that game because the defense commits? I mean, uh, to get some takeaways because Tolanoa Funga's playing with his hand on fire. Eric, y'all gonna be back in the NFC Championship game, Eric? I, I doubt it. I doubt it because if you always do what you always hey the NFC conference is weak. The league is catching up. Okay, that stuff we did two years ago is not going to work two years from last year. Eric, have you seen that? Y'all telling me about my team? I know more about my team than y'all do. Okay, but Eric, look at the conference. Look at the NFC right now. True, that's true. Who's seen? Who's who's really? I would be. Let me tell you something. I would be shocked if we make it back to the NFC Championship. Eric, who's seeing y'all out of the NFC right now? Who, 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 who really like you? Like mm. the Saints, the Bucks, the Packers, the uh, Bucks, That's and, it. And, and, and 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 on a good day, the Rams, the Bucks. Y'all just beat the Packers in their in Lambeau last. The Rams, last the Rams year. have no offensive line. 
The Packers have wide receivers. And the Packers are worse now. You know what? I wish I could share your optimism. I'm just, I'm just being a realist. And then look, and then this quarterback situation. I mean, Jeremy Swenson can be good, but we have yet to really get there where he needs. Tom Brady is your only adversary. Thank you. That's enough. She, that's enough. And then look, they lose or they win, and the box won't, won't be impressive enough to air. You will see Tom Brady in the NFC Championship game. I can see that. I can see Tom Brady in the in the NFC Championship, but not against my team. I don't. I just don't. Mm-mm. I I I I have I have no expectations for the year. I can't wait. I can't wait. Because here's the thing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some at you. I'm gonna throw some at you. I'm gonna throw some at you. Listen to me. In 2020, we led the league in injuries. 2019, we went to the Super Bowl. 2020, we had a bunch of injuries. 2021, we went to the NFC Championship. It's that time again. The injury, the injury bug is rolling, which I've been screaming about firing this training staff and the strength and conditioning staff for the longest in San Francisco. It's time. This ain't the last of the injuries you're about to see. This ain't the last. Steve, it ain't a few months from now, we're gonna be here. <laughs> I know, listen, I know how this is gonna, I know how this goes. And if, you know what? And if and if I'm wrong, you can't be like, ha ha, Eric. I'm be like, well, shit, we know. I mean, you know, I'm just right, gonna be like, because like, Eric, Eric hedges, that's how Eric hedges his bets. No, if I he's don't. Wrong, they're successful. If he's right, then he's right. But check this out they're gonna go, they're gonna do well. And if he doesn't have a great body, and if they get Eric to the Super Bowl, then what? Get eviscerated by Buffalo? Thank you, Trisha. Anybody, right now it's, it's Buffalo or bust. I'd rather <laughs> lose than to go to Super Bowl and have to face these jokers. Oh, right? you, oh, you tripping? I'd rather get there. I'd rather just get there. But see, y'all I, been I, there recently. Been there, done that. It's not special. At the end of the Super Bowl, okay. it's not special when you walking away with that L on your back. Been there, <laughs> done that. Now I know because y'all cowboy fans, y'all just be happy to get. Through. Oh, any but any team wants to get to the championship game, Eric. But you every, every team, Eric, Eric, every team wants to get there. Because if you get there, you have a chance to win. You have a chance to win. Right, but every you want to you, you win it. I, obviously, but every team wants to get there, man. Go name this Go name this Giants and Cowboys game, Eric. Okay. Yeah, because so Kevin give me, did something crazy. Give me, give me the Cowboys over the Giants because I still don't believe in who they saying they are right now. Okay? I think uh, uh, Dan Quinn is a phenomenal defensive coordinator, and that's enough. Now, now, wait a minute. Here's a caveat. You still have Mike McCarthy as a head Wait, coach. Well, let me say this. I'm a, I'm <laughs> let me I'm gonna pop in right here because we gotta get to this. Uh I said when Cooper Rush comes in, we're gonna have a more balanced offense and we're gonna play well. That. Because we're not that. gonna force the quarterback to throw 40 times a game and look like a genius to make Kellen Moore shine or whatever the I'm hell excuse my language they want to do. So I saw that coming. Um that's what it's gonna be. Uh, we're, we're, we're going to still be balanced. We're going to run the ball more and run it successfully as we did week one, even though we stopped as we did <laughs> last week. Um, we're going to be the, the Giants. I think they're just not a good team. They beat some bad teams. They beat the Titans and the Panthers. Not those are incredible wins, in my opinion. I mean, I know wins a win, but y'all, you're scratching by some bad teams here. Um, so that's yeah, I think I think we win. Um, I know, I know. Kev Cherry said he, he didn't have confidence, but we, I think, I think we, I think we get this one. I think we get this one. Now, here's a question I need to ask: If the Giants upset the Cowboys, are the Giants legit? No. No. Okay, no, not, not these Cowboys. No. Right. No. Okay. 
So, but yeah, I do have I, I got I I have them taking the ball away from the Giants at least twice in this game, mm-hmm. uh, because of uh because of, of Dan Quinn, and and because Cooper Rush is the quarterback, you're gonna run the ball more. You're gonna get a healthy dose of Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, and they're gonna probably win this game by ten. I'm thinking about ten points. So that that's yep. so to, to recap. Recap: Steelers over Browns, Bills over Fins, uh, Bengals over Jets, Raiders over Titans, Saints over Panthers, Rams over Pack, uh, Vikings over Lions. But that's the pick'em game. Uh, Eagles over Commanders, Chiefs over the Colts. That's my Stone Cold uh, lock. Uh, uh, Texans over Bears, uh, Jags over Chargers, unless. Uh, Justin Herbert plays. Um, Rams over Cardinals, uh, Bucks over Packers, Falcons over Seahawks, Broncos over Niners, and Cowboys over Giants. That's my picks. I'm not always right, but I'm more wrong. I'm more right than I am wrong. Except for last week. Except for last week. <laughs> guess what? By the end of the season, I'm going to be more right than I am wrong. There we go. All right. I'll say that right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, that is panels 316 picks. And with the end of that, that is also the end of our show. Brandon Williams, Trish TV, Steve White, panel 316. Ladies and gentlemen, peace and good night.